Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Welcome to episode one, Where Do I Start? The Eight Mental Health Areas to Mind. So you say to me, Joe, I totally agree with you. Self-care is so important, but I don't know where to start. What do I do? What is self-care? What's included under that? Is there a list? How do I gauge? Am I doing the right thing or not? And so my answer to you is a resounding yes to all those questions. There is a list and I could help you gauge all that. And that's exactly what I'm going to do today. I'm going to give you eight dimensions of wellness to look at and to really think hard about what you're doing and make some changes in those areas if needed to make your life even better. So let's get started. Well, we're going to start with the wellness initiative program brought to us by the actual government, SAMHSA.gov, and they have their eight dimensions of wellness. And I'm going to give you a list of what they list off as these eight things. And then I'll give you some of my takes and some of my opinions on how to more effectively live in these areas. So there are eight areas they give and just a quick Overview is number one, emotional, coping effectively with life and creating satisfying relationships. Number two, environmental, having good health by occupying pleasant, stimulating environments that support your well-being. So environment means the things around you, stable housing and stable surroundings. Number three, financial, satisfaction with current and future financial situations. We'll talk about that, current situation and future. Number four, intellectual, recognizing your creative abilities. This does not mean being a philosopher just recognizing ways to bring out your creative abilities and finding ways to expand your knowledge and skills through learning, reading, books, etc., study courses. Number five, occupational, of course, job satisfaction. Talk about that one. Number six, physical, which means your physical activity, your physical health, eating healthy, and sleeping well. Number seven is social, developing a sense of connection, belonging, and well-developed support system. Cannot underestimate that. And number eight is your spiritual and meaning in life, expanding your sense of purpose. So let's go through all eight of these from Health Initiative, the Wellness Initiative, and I'm going to give you some pointers. So number one is emotional, just coping effectively with your life, having satisfying relationships. And I think that one of the most important places to start is in the putting the lotus of control in, in you. We could talk about how other people that we try to have relationships with are difficult or are not receptive or do things that hurt us. We have to put the lotus of responsibility on us, uh, judging whether is this a satisfying relationship that I want to pursue, that I want to spend my time in. And if it is, then how am I going to do that? And how am I going to be a good friend or a good spouse or a good son or a good, good parent? These are the relationships we want to be investing our time in, and that makes an impact. And please, as you go through this list, I want you to rate yourself on a scale of 0 through 100% satisfaction. How satisfied are you on each of these eight dimensions? And at the end, I'll give you a challenge to change that. But right now, just gauge, okay, in my emotional level, in my satisfying relationships level, am I at a 0%, am I at a 50% satisfaction rate, am I at 100%? I want you to judge each one, or, or gauge each one, each one. Our goal is to get to the 80 to 90% satisfaction rate. I, I don't think it's practical for people to say, oh, I, I want to get it 100% in all of them because that's just not realistic. But we want to be somewhere in the 80 to 90 percentile of them. And if not, we'll uh, talk about how to change some of those things in listening to these suggestions and in my challenge at the end. Number two is environmental. So stable housing is an important part of 
maintaining our mental hygiene. Now, for some people, that might be totally obvious, but for others, that might be an issue. And, and we know that, you know, homelessness is certainly a big issue in the mental health field. Um, but for most people listening to this, the, the issue is simply, do I enjoy where I live? Do I enjoy my surroundings? And if you don't, then think about changing that. And if you, and if you don't have the ability to change that, then think about the positive things that you can enjoy in your environment. And don't forget to score yourself zero through 100% in each of these categories. Number three is financial. We know that couples that fight about money have a, once a week have a 30% higher divorce rate. So financial is a huge and important area. And there's two parts of it. One of them is your current situation. You know, people say, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. That is a real strain. Some people say they're living and they're not making ends meet from paycheck to paycheck. So that, that's a huge strain. Get help. Reach out. Get help with budgeting. Get help with putting down in writing exactly what your financial goals are. Everyone has different financial goals. And of course, thinking about the future as well. If you're struggling currently, it's going to be hard to do. But full financial satisfaction means financial future satisfaction as well. And that I'm happy with my investments and my retirement funds and, and all the things that I'm doing to provide for myself and family in the future. Number four, intellectual. So again, not philosophy, just recognizing abilities to bring out my creative strengths and finding ways to expand my knowledge and skills. We all are growing people. We're always trying to learn and study more things. So am I able to pursue those? That's an important part of our satisfaction and well-being. Five is occupational, and I always divide this into two categories. Uh, one is, am I happy with the compensation? The other one is, am I fulfilled in the job that I'm doing? I find that if someone is very fulfilled in what they're doing, even if the compensation is not good, as long as it's making ends meet for them, that can really make the job and make it bearable and make it enjoyable even. Um, and I find that high compensation could sometimes take a, make up for some of the lack of satisfaction in what you do. However, there really needs to be a balance between those two, and, and, and striking that balance is important as much as we can. Don't give up. You could get that job that, that works better for you or better your situation in the current job that you have. Number six is physical. Some of this we don't have power of over, you know, our health is, is a gift or something, you know, a lot of it is genetics. But the part that we can take care of is phys being physically active, eating healthy, exercising regularly. I hope you're on the treadmill or jogging right now as you're listening to this. And sleep hygiene. One of my favorite lines about sleep that I think is so brilliant and so relevant is, if I oversleep a half hour, I lost a half hour. If I undersleep a half hour, I lost an entire day. We need to take care of our, ourselves. If we don't get enough sleep, we don't function. So grade yourself on that and let's see what we can do to make it better. Seven is social, developing a sense of connection and belonging. We need to be part of a group. We, we appreciate it. Some of us are not social butterflies. That's fine. But we all need some friends, whether it's one, two, three, or 20. It's so important. And remember, studies show that the more friends you have on Facebook, the more depression you often have. So that's not, those aren't necessarily friends. Those are anti-social media. Social connection means people that we're connecting with on an emotional level and having fun with. So just reaching out to other people. And another part of that is having a support team, people that you could talk to, people that you trust that you could turn to in your times of need. Number eight, spiritual and meaning. We all need to have a sense of meaning in life. It's so important. Meaning in life gives us what to live for and what to focus on. And we, we all appreciate that, some sense of meaning, some sense of perhaps spirituality. One of my favorite quotes is from Jack Cornfield: If your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete. What brilliant words. We need to take care of ourselves first. How do we make this practical? Well, two suggestions for you. Number one is if you're not if you're not knowing where to start and saying, Joe, my goodness, when I went through this list, I'm not satisfied in many of these areas. Okay, well, start with social, developing that sense of connection with others and developing your support system. 
and start with physical, being more active, exercising, eating and sleeping well. These are small changes you can make. I give you a 10% challenge. That means that as you gauge yourself on those eight, uh, let's say one of the categories you came up as 50%. So ask yourself, how can I raise that satisfaction level by 10%? What actions can I take? And go through those eight things and ask yourself, how do I take on this 10% challenge and make my life better? 10% in each category. You'll see it goes a long way. Two questions from the day. If Sammy in California says, Joe, I just don't have time to take care of myself. Great ideas, but how do I do it? Sammy, keep listening. I've got tons of suggestions for you throughout the podcast, but in this specific area, I say quality should take precedence over quantity for now. So give yourself five quality minutes a day of meditation, relaxation, music, and I believe that as you use that time, it will teach you the value of taking care of yourself and Hopefully, you'll expand that time even more, and you'll be able to take care of yourself. It's, it's just it's the place that's, that we need to start. Self-care is, allows us to do so many things and allows us to help others as well, and we can't let ourselves be walked over. Uh, Jesse in New York says, my spouse interrupts my ability to relax. Well, it's tough. It is, it is definitely tough, but this comes back to what we started with. you got to take responsibility for your part. Um, it very well could be that you have a difficult spouse or you have a spouse that makes your life difficult. Well, you know, try to touch in with touch base with your spouse. Let your spouse know these are some of my needs. Can you help me meet them? I would like to help you meet some of your needs, and you know, look at it that way, where you could both meet each other's needs and put the lotus responsibly on yourself. You need to advocate for your own relaxation and free time. So to recap, these eight areas are really helpful, emotional, environmental, financial, intellectual, occupational, physical, social, and spiritual meaning. They're a starting point for self-care. I hope you'll look over that list and think about these things, and you will see that looking over this list on a regular basis, on a weekly basis, or even on a monthly basis, will help you mind your mind and help enhance your life in so many different ways. Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.